you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Second and 10 at the 40. Incompletion stops the clock at 7-10 remaining. Steelers trailing 20-13. Ben in the shotgun. Ball on the left hash. Bell to his left. Gets the snap. Steps up in the pocket. Throws it underneath the check down. Here oh, comes Bell. Oh, Bell. What a block by Juju. He knocked out Vontez Perfect. Oh my goodness. And, and markers fly. Now what's that all about? That's that's about he knocked him out. Oh man, what a block by Juju. Juju's dad now become my favorite stealer. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Boy, things change fast in the NFL. That doesn't seem all that long ago when Juju Smith-Schuster came to the aid of Antonio Brown and delivered that lick on Vontez Perfect. I don't know if you heard, but Vontez and Mr. Big Chest are now best of pals, and, and Mr. Big Chest is now at odds with Juju. Can I tell you something? I don't mind it. I like a little heat. I'm going to watch Game of Thrones just like you are, and I'm not watching it to see who gets along good. I'm watching it to see the conflict. Why is it that we have to turn into such delicate flowers when guys are at odds? Rivalries are good for sports, and they make life enjoyable when you're not involved in them. That's why television, that's why movies, that's why sports can be so compelling sometimes. Anywho, hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented by Zaxby's. It's the home of famous fingers, wings, and salads. Coming up in just a second or two here, one of my very favorite comedians in all the land. He has a tremendous... Tremendous new Netflix special called The Tennessee Kid. It's Nate Bargazzi. Are you excited for that, Eddie Spaghetti, behind the glass? I am. I always love it when uh, comedians come in here. I'm a very big comedy fan, uh, as you are, so I like to watch stand-up. I did watch his uh, – he was part of the stand-ups that was on Netflix mm-hmm. uh, uh, a bit ago, and I've you know followed him on Twitter for a bit. So uh, I'm excited for uh, what Nate has to bring to us. Yes, I look forward to catching up with him. He, of course, is based out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'll be out there in a matter of days at this point for the, uh, for the NFL draft will get some insights perhaps on uh, the the best local fare to track down from what i gather though it's hard to go wrong with food and everywhere you go in nashville there's music uh, live music coming out of the windows of every place that you pass. I'm looking forward to seeing this th- this town. We we got uh, very lucky li- uh, lately. You know, first we went to Austin, and that's a city known for its music and its food. And now we're going to Nashville, like another city known for its music and food. We just have to go to New Orleans. That's like the third city to oh, yeah. music, food, and just that's uh, the trifecta right there. Yeah, we maybe we jump in a car a little early out of me. Nashville, and we could head down to NOLA. Oh, never that that's my of, of all the cities that I've been in America. I think that's if you can pick 
pick one place to go for two or three days, that's where I want to be. New Orleans. Nothing like it. You been there before? I have not, but I've heard only great things. Oh, it's so great. Speaking of great, well, okay, before we get to, to Nate coming up here in just a second, Spaghetti, I, I get it that people in Pittsburgh are raw with Antonio Brown and uh, people in Oakland are now embracing their new hero. I, for one, as I as I said, my thing with conflict is I love it as long as I'm not one of the people in the conflict. I like to poke people and see if I can get them into conflict while I while I stand back and enjoy my work. You know, I like when people are hot with each other. This is uh, and because WrestleMania just passed us a few days ago. That's this, another one. This is it, it's a perfect wrestling script because you have Antonio Brown, who now joins the black and silver, like the angry Raiders fan base, and he's becoming the heel. He's doing the heel turn in turn is also making Juju now like the face uh, in this situation because he's looking as the good guy and everyone's rooting for him and they're sharing all these, you know, Twitter and Instagram posts and everyone now seems to be just kind of over Antonio Brown and he's just kind of lost his mind and Juju's like, hey, I've just been a good guy here and a good teammate. Everyone's like, yeah, go you. And they, they fit the roles perfectly now. Well, and also you have, along with this happening, you have in Green Bay, you have Rogers, Aaron yeah. Rodgers and perhaps Mike McCarthy or is it Greg Jennings who's uh, who's uh, starting in that drink or up in New York was Odell at odds with Eli or was it with Gettleman or was it with the the long-standing anti-yacht crowd up in uh, the tri-state area whatever it is Odell's gone and I gotta say objectively this is made for a compelling offseason you oh, know oh yeah I mean, Antonio Brown is one of the three best receivers of the Super Bowl era. I stand by that, but that doesn't mean that he, if he wants to make the heel turn, like you say, and go from hero into being a villain, then that makes it more intriguing for football America. No, I know. There's no, you know, they always say there's no offseason in the NFL because you have like the combine, the draft and, and all that kind of stuff, free agency. But now this has been more of like an NBA type offseason because the NBA was known for like they have these huge personalities and they're always interacting on social media and they're creating these storylines. And now the NFL is taking a page into their book. And now, like you just said, this NFL season, the offseason has been about mainly about Antonio Brown and, and what's been going on with him. And now it's AB versus Juju. It's now about Aaron Rodgers versus old coach and, and now versus former players and teammates. And now you have the, uh, Odell Beckham, who was the story of the offseason. And now it's like old news because these two news stories and him going to Cleveland obviously was a massive story. So it's a lot, it's a lot more fun uh, just at those storylines than beyond the just the combine, the draft, and all that stuff that we're normally used to. Yeah, and I will uh, I'll issue an essay on Total Access on Thursday. Be on the lookout for that one. I will do a reality check about this and why a little bit of conflict can be fun in football, um, just like it is in Game of Thrones or WrestleMania or otherwise. Meantime, uh, shout out to uh, to the great Mo Damashek, the best uh, mother on the, on the planet Earth. It's her birthday today, and uh, shout out to the old man as well as he heals up from uh, from uh, his recent visit to the emergency room. Go and listen to the latest Daves of Thunder. We track down Mo Damashek. She pays a visit on her birthday to the Daves of Thunder show. Find that wherever you find your favorite uh, podcast and make sure you're watching all our videos. We've got some good stuff coming up for you with Jack Del Rio, Jack of the River is uh is going to pay us a visit in studio 66 we'll chop it up with him about the state of the oakland raiders and chopping wood with the jacksonville jaguars if you remember that uh turn of the millennium event when he he put a uh, stump of wood and then he put an axe in there to inspire his team with the metaphor of like let's keep on chopping wood and then it, it got sideways so we'll talk to jack del rio about that and some of his reminiscences as i as i uh um intend to mention to him i think it's if the six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing works in Hollywood. Six degrees of Jack Del Rio would work in pro football. This guy's connected to everybody in football in the last uh, 40 years or so. So looking forward to catching up with him. But for right now, let's get to it. Very excited about this conversation with the star of Netflix's new comedy special, The Tennessee Kid. Great stand-up in general. Find his new fall tour at NateBargazzi.com. It's Nate Bargazzi. Dave, Look at this. This is very exciting for me, although a little nerve-wracking, as I've said before. Uh, one of my very favorite stand-ups in all the world, and uh, now the star of his own Netflix special, The Tennessee Kid. It's Nate Bargazzi, or Bargazzi. Yeah. That's my first yeah. question. Bargazzi. Bar or no? Uh, we say Bargazzi. Okay. And then a lot of people say Bargazzi, uh, but more like Italian-y. 
Yeah. And uh, I think our southern accent, I honestly don't think we say our name right. Like my family <laughs> does That would be weird. Yeah, but we just started down this path of saying Bargetsy, and it's what it is. So it gets said a couple different ways, and I don't even know if I even notice anymore. You're not you're not one of those people who gets offended by just like I won't in, like I leave I go well you you've already messed up you've already messed up I got my name and I walk out <laughs> uh, no I wouldn't even uh, I don't care or notice you know it's the general the gist it helps when I'm standing here too because then it's you know or I'm here then you know it's me I hear hopefully. you um, so yeah like I say big fan of yours for a while now Thanks. and uh, and love the special. And the first thing that occurred to me was when you walk out onto the stage in Netflix is uh, is your outfit. Yeah. And I'm curious how studied that was. Did you have counsel from the outside? Was that your wife's decision? What went into what you wear for your big, you know, breakout the, the, performance? Uh, we, had, uh, we had a stylist. Hmm. And uh, so she did it. And she set it up. I mean, I told her, like, what I generally wear, like, just a jacket and, you know, a lot of black uh has a big benefit for your body if you're mm. not just ripped so a lot of black was funny is like my the jacket i wore on the special uh a guy i tug a lot on the jack jacket like i just can be fidgety sometimes and a guy was like I'm, he messaged me he's like the reason you're tugging on your jacket is because you're wearing a woman's jacket <laughs> because the zipper was on the left hand side but it's it's not a woman's jacket but i wish so much it was because that would, nothing would make me happier. That would be yeah. Than to have than to wear a woman's jacket on my big special. It is weird because yeah, it occurred to me that it must be like yeah, there must be some background of like that you must have been sending or whoever the stylist person was. Like this is what I look like, and then they cobbled together the ultimate version of that for yeah. you. Yeah, she like did. I went and tried. Like I've never had done that with a stylist or anything. And uh, but you think about the shoes, you think about all the stuff. Whatever's going to pop, whatever your backdrop's going to be, you don't want to just be wearing exactly that. Uh, so she, you know, put all this stuff together and, you know, they, yeah, she knows what, I mean, she knows what she's doing. Like I go, I have a lot of, you know, you wear jackets, uh, it's like what you wear on stage, like even for like a tour, I'm trying to, I've got a whole thing. I'm trying to narrow down. You just want to narrow down your suitcase. So when you travel mm -hmm. and you can just have these like select outfits, I know what it is. I, I could wear a uniform. I get the idea of someone wearing the same clothes every day. Like Steve Jobs. That's exactly right. Yeah. And Albert Einstein did it. And uh, Jeff Goldblum in The Fly said that <laughs> that's why he does it, yeah. is because Albert Einstein did it. And like those geniuses, I have also adopted a uniform. I yeah. wear the same shirt every day. The people back there can tell you that. That's the. I think it's great. It's it just is one less thing that you have to. That's it, right? And about. I don't think you can tell me otherwise. I don't think that this shirt is wearing me. It's just like you yeah. don't even notice it. Yeah, that's what you go for a lot. That's is right. that where you want uh, someone just not to notice it? I even got the idea of wearing a suit on stage. Like I mean, I haven't done it, but you want to just to wear a suit because you're like it, it's this thing. You're just really changing ties, and then you could just wear the same suit. Yeah, right. I, have a, I, I would love to be, you know. Why don't I'm, you do it? You could still do it. There's time. I could. I, I would try a suit. Uh, I don't know. You know, my act, I don't know if it matches a suit. Uh, so you have to think about that. See, like, that's know, what I'm getting out. at. That's why yeah. I'm I'm interested in that kind of thing. Like the, the 80s comedian against the brick wall, uh, you know, like with the, he would wear a jacket, but like his tie, but undone a little yeah. bit, you know. You've I thought about that with no, I thought no tie, mm -hmm. uh, if that, you know, now that we're doing some like theaters and stuff, uh, you, you know, people dress up sometimes more to that. And so you want to maybe match them, uh, or at least so they feel good, you know, uh, you don't want to walk out. It really depends on, you know, Larry, the cable guy wears like a cutoff and that fits his, whatever his thing is, his persona. So a lot of it is, I like a hoodie. Uh, I wear that a lot. This is a, this is like a comedian's like uniform. Yeah. The closest for a hoodie is just I don't know. I like being zipped up. I need I don't need all this out and about floating around. You like to package it up good. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, contain it. That's why like that's why I feel like this this allows me yeah. the dark like you mentioned and like you say too. Or like Bo Brummel noted, uh, fashionista of 
what air, I'm not sure. Although I've seen the quote that uh, the mark of a well-dressed man is one whose clothes go unnoticed. So, oh, that's a, yeah, that's what that's that's everything. I have a jacket now that I wear on stage. It's that's almost like a nicer hoodie. It doesn't have a hood, hmm. but I can zip it up and you can wear it. You have you, you have some shoes. You have some fun shoes like that. Uh, so these that fun? sticks out a little Thanks. bit. Yeah, Stan Smith, right? Those are like big. Like that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. That's like fancy, you know, like a cool sneaker. I think they're pretty fancy. Yeah, right? yeah, dude. Yeah. People, that's what people were talking about outside. Is that right? Yeah. It's nice to yeah, know. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So I, I, there are many things I want to talk about. But like I say, the only time, because I, I interview football guys all the time. Yeah. And I, I'm not nervous. Uh, I'm impervious to, to in, in, which is ironic given, that, you know, that they're superhuman in stature and otherwise. But they don't make me I get nervous talking to funny people. Yeah. So who do you get nervous talking to fellow comedians or, or uh, what, uh, what profession would make you nervous me ner- to kibitz with? Uh, I don't think I get, you wouldn't get nervous. I mean, you like to talk to other comedians. Uh, I, you always want that for uh, a show. Like, you know, people always say like, it's like, do you need your headspace before a show? Like, do you need, uh, and I've learned recently you want, uh, it's, I don't mind like talking before a show before I go up, but I'd rather talk to a comedian at that point, just because I think you have a shorthand with comedians and you can know what they're talking, you know, talking about. I would get nervous as like when you do, when you do talk to someone that's like just difficult to talk with, like, or. If you had a, uh, I don't know, they're not good at like being interviewed. Comics can talk. We can have opinions on almost anything. And when you have to like pull something out of someone, it's not, that's when I don't, that's the only time I would get nervous. Is like if I feel like I'm going to have to do more work than I want to, uh, I would get nervous about it. And just a regular conversation, not even an interview. Like if I just, oh, yeah. a no. normal conversation, and I could be like, this is too much. I'm having to do too much to pull stuff out of you. <laughs> like, and I just want to get out of it. I yeah, I feel compelled to uh, get one of those people. Like somehow it's on my shoulders to fill silence. Yeah, it's a, it's a burden. It, it's not fun. And if you're with someone, and it, and it's not just to this. It's yeah, it, at a party, and you're talking to someone, and then they're just not giving you a then lot. I feel. Do you feel like that? It's you're not being interesting enough, and that's why they're not. I know. Uh, I blame it on the person. Oh, do you? I've gotten that's pretty good, good with that. Like, I got to learn know, that. You got to learn to realize this person's a nightmare. They're a dud, and, and it's not me. Yeah, yeah, you're doing great. You're doing more than you should have to do. I'm working hard, and you're not yeah. giving me I mean, anything. You're back. not giving me anything. You're just right. answering like yes, no, and then move on. And you know, and then so like it's that person. You just got to get out of that uh, conversation. Just move on. Um. Okay, you're a snob. And uh, I'm, no, yeah, no, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, so when you get prepared, because it's generally what, like hun- uh, rooms with hundred people or so in it, and when you start out, obviously much smaller. What is the difference? Is a hundred your big? Like that's where I'm at after the Netflix. Not you. Like, not- I'm selling a hundred tickets. <laughs> Guys, come see my hundred ticket tour. <laughs> like it's still not going that good. I was right about yeah. you and uh, a snobbery. See? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was right. Um, the, how do you get ready though? Like, how do you ch- do? You change your material at all to know like I'm going it's up small. in front of like three thousand people? No, three thousand's easier. Uh, really? Then I performed for one guy once, that and we didn't even want to do it. We asked him to leave and he wouldn't leave because we. <laughs> he was like, "No, I'll be fine. I don't care." And you're like, "Yeah, we don't. It's not you. We're worried. Like, <laughs> it's us. We don't have to talk to one person and do our act." Uh, but at the beginning, when you start, I was in New York, and you're starting. I mean, you're in front of four people almost all the time, and if there was six, you were like, "Oh boy, this is going to be a good one." Uh, you just got so used to it, and that's what New York. It's New York is. That's why New York is so good because you get so used to like that. You have to learn how to talk to six people. You have to make that very personal, uh, and you know sometimes you still want to do your act and you do your act in front of these people and. You just slowly, it just gets better. And then now it gets to where you are performing for, you know, it could be 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, or, you know, or still do, you know, 40, 50. Uh, a lot of times at clubs can be like that. Like the first night could be like 50, 60 people. And that, that's that's plenty. But 3,000, like a big number is very easy because it's just, you know, it's just so many people. And you're Somebody's got to laugh, right? Someone's got to laugh. And you can't always, like, when it's that many people, you're not looking at them directly. You know, when it's, like, a small amount, I mean, you look, I mean, you're looking at, you're looking them in the eyes. And it's just, and they can't, you know, the pressure on them 
to even sit there. And they, they feel bad to, for oh, you, maybe. They're a just bit. like, uh, hey, like you know, yeah. They're it's. I mean, it's brutal, but uh, yeah, the large numbers is wonderful. Um, let's talk a little bit of sports, shall we? And you live in SEC country, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, do you? Well, first of all, do you root for an SEC team? I Vanderbilt. Know you, I, I, I thought yeah. you were a Vandy fan. A Vandy that fan. must have created that that must have created now over the last what quarter century or more some self esteem issues for you yeah. being in the best conference, but perennially being the worst in that conference. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, I always tell my daughter uh, I want her to. You know, I think it's you know like there's a time where. Uh, you can tell fans, like if someone comes up and th- th- tells you their favorite teams were like the Bulls, uh, the Cowboys, uh, and the Yankees, it's like they grew up in like the 90s, and you're like, that person doesn't even know what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Their wins can't even mean that much to them because they, all they did was win. So it's nice to root for a team, and uh, I'm in, you know, uh, in love with this team. Vanderbilt's everything, and then you just got this. So if you win something – Big like Vander. I mean, look, we 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 had a national championship in bowling, um, women's bowling, <laughs> one two. The fact that I even have to know that, uh, <laughs> that I have to go down that far, but that was a big deal. The college baseball, we were really hungry. good in baseball. Yeah, right. yeah, and we, uh, you know, won a World Series in baseball. Uh, so it's very, you know, it helps you, I think, be a better fan. Like guys that have to go, there, like the Cleveland fans, Cleveland Brown fans. Those guys have to really like now that's exciting. Their team is exciting, and everybody wants to see their team, and that's fun. They they've earned it, and then like it's going to mean so much if they win. I agree with you. Like for but my thing was was a little weird because I when I first became lucid was the height of Pittsburgh sports. Like yeah. the Steelers were winning their final Super Bowl and the Pirates were good for the last time that they've been good pretty much. But then in the 80s, everything bottomed out. And I thought I was owed. Like if I'm watching sports, then you surely it ends with my team winning. Yeah. But then I found out that that was not the case. And that has yielded as a grown-up a weird, like I say, a weird sense of uh, self-worth. Yeah. You know, I have a buddy that's uh, a big Steelers fan. Because uh, before we had the Titans, you just had, yeah, you know, I was a Redskins fan because uh, I played football and we had a Redskins helmets. I, my, I played my one year of playing football when I was like 12. I, I chose Art Monk's number. I was trying to choose Gary Clark's number and I picked the wrong number. So then I just had to change the guy <laughs> I like because uh, I was not, I didn't nail it. I was like 81 and he was, I think Gary Clark was 82 or something. 84, right. 84. Close. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And then, uh, and I, w- I just was like, I'll take 81. I'm so confident that I was like, it's my favorite player. <laughs> and I don't know his number. So became a big Art Monk guy uh, after that. Uh, but then we got the, then we got the Titans and then I kind of just moved. I like being, you want to cheer for your team of your town. And uh, yeah, the Titans came in, and they were. We went to the Super Bowl uh, out the gate, you know. And then, and then it's been a long, it's been a long ride since then. What do you think about those uh, new Titans getups? Uh, I like them. I mean, they. I like their colors, and you know, I mean, I'm Vandy's black and gold, so uh, those are pretty nice. Yeah, they're nice. I like. I always loved all black and all that, but it is nice to have some color, like to have a team that has some different, you know, colors. Is it wrong to root for other SEC teams? Where do you come down on that philosophically? I was always like you wanted to root for the conference and you wanted to, you want the conference to do good. Uh, you know, I, in the March Madness, we just like, uh, I, you know, I wanted Auburn to go like, uh, that would, I think that would have been fun for to mm. see an SEC team. I think that's incorrect. I think that you shouldn't do that. Oh, you should well, be just they your beat- team and then... Well, I mean, especially Vandy. They get beaten up by Auburn all the yeah. time. Don't you want to see that bully get beaten up by somebody else? It's I my it, logic but, it, but then it helps Vandy just to be like, we're at least competing with the best. If they're if you're then losing to them and then they're not winning either, then that's extremely frustrating. Like we had in football for a while, uh, now the SEC East is really built up and Georgia's very good now. And I mean, Florida and Tennessee, like all these teams are always going to kind of be there. South Carolina. Uh, but there was a little bit where everybody was kind of down. Uh, and so you you wanted Vandy if they don't win those games you're like well now you're not taking advantage of this and now if they get these they're so good you know I guess it makes sense. yeah because and then the other side of that is right if somebody beats you up and then they get beaten up I guess that diminishes you yeah if you're I lost if your to somebody who's not even strong yeah if your conference is like terrible and then you're still terrible mm. that's like that's no good 
at yeah. all. You excited for the uh, NFL draft coming up here? I am. I love the draft. Uh, I like all drafts. But uh, the NFL draft specifically, not the military uh, one, not the military draft. I'm still rooting. I'm still trying to get in that. Uh, they, uh, I would be funny if you were a big fan of. Yeah, I, I love that thing. Be. You're like, oh, my oh, neighbor got taken. Oh, my number's coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I do. I love the NFL draft. The NFL draft is, uh, I, it's, exci- it's in Nashville this year, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a big fan of the draft. I think it's the drama that goes on in the draft. I always, it's the, the first round. I mean, seeing uh, guys think they're going to get drafted and they stay there. You know, Aaron Rodgers the year when he was had to just sit there all day. It's just, you know, you may feel bad for him, but it's, it's very exciting. You don't know what's going to happen. And it's, there's always a story that's going on, and, you know, it's fun. It's very fun. I'm fascinated by how the teams don't know who they're going to take. Like, you've, yeah. had, you've had literally a full year to kind of assess who these guys are and what we need. and all. But they're working the phones with, like, 30 seconds before their pick is due. Yeah. What are you doing? And also the move of – I also don't like the move that they call guys and they say, like, keep your phone line free – because we're about to call you and draft yeah. you, then they just don't call some of those guys. Oh, it's that's brutal. rude, if nothing else. It's uh, yeah, like the draft show was thirty-two teams. It should be like thirty-two minutes long. Like we should be like flying <laughs> yeah, well, through this. Like, but I get they keep it so secretive of of what they want to do, and then they they don't know. You know, like uh, Kyler Murray is he gonna if he if he's gonna be first now? They're saying like he's not gonna be first, and he's dropping. And he was a shoe in to be first. Uh, so it'll be you know no idea if. If are the Cardinals playing a game? Or are they not playing a game? It would be fun to be in the room to see like how much it changes. Like, do they end up getting a guy? You know, I remember Randy Moss, like when he got like just how much he fell down, and you know, and you always want these guys. It's you know, sometimes it's hard because you get, you know, they take linemen sometimes, and then you're like, I don't even know who this guy, you know, but you, then you're like, this guy's real good. Like someone tries to act like I, they know. I like, love like, this that's guy's the like, best. I'm, ex- I'm excited about this uh, guy. This left a, guard, like, oh, you, you big yeah, O line. That's where you fan. Fit He's going to fill the holes. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Uh, I have it on good authority. This guy leans up against other 300 pound men. The guys, great are authority. Really good at just reading. Uh, someone say something. I always like to. See, like, if you, if you see comments, uh, I, well, I can speak. I, I read uh, Vanderbilt Rivals message board. So I read, like, their board of who we're getting. And I can tell when people start changing words, like, they just read an article. And then they start using the words in that article. And I'm best. like, yeah, and I'm like, I know where you got that. But you're, they don't ever address, like, well, I read this good article. They're just using that guy's <laughs> word. And then you're like, you're just using him. You don't even know what you're talking about. Nobody has any idea, including many pro football players, yeah. who's a good or bad offensive lineman. No one has any no ability idea. to assess that unless you did it yourself. The other move I like a lot with pretentious uh, fans is when they speak up on behalf of, like, Jim Brown or Don Hudson in the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can talk about Jerry Rice and Randy Moss all you want, but don't sleep on Don Hudson. Like, what? Why? Yeah, who's what are you the, advocating for Don Hudson for? Yeah. What, what, what's your What was your favorite game you watched him play? You never yeah. saw him play. How never do you know anything him. about him? No idea. I just saw it with uh, someone brought up. Uh, it was something else. It was I was listening to sports talk radio, and and a kid brought up someone. I don't even remember. It's a pointless to like, but but the guy called him out and said like. How old are you? He's like 19. You're like, what do you know? You, you're talking about a guy that you've never even heard. You weren't alive when this guy played. And he's just like, well, that was our guy. And the, yeah, they just go with whatever. Sports fans are, it's pretty spectacular, like how mad they get uh, when they call in. When they call in radio shows, it's, I mean, it's brutal. They shouldn't take calls because guys you will call in and just take their time like it's their show. And then they're like, I got, a, I got like four questions, and you're like, we're never, we're never gonna make it to your four. But like, I do not care. You're in your car, listening to the radio because you're, we can't even hear you because the radio's up. And then you're gonna, and you're like, give me like 25 minutes, you know, before they even get to what they want to ask. I like though. See, I'm going the other way, as you can. I mean, maybe it's because I'm a tough guy. Um, I 
I think I kind of uh, define machismo in the 21st century, but I'm against the jersey swap and stuff like that. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. That's too familiar for me. I would like them. To, I would like them to at least pretend, like you see in Game of Thrones. Like, well, Game of Thrones, we love the conflict. It's not that they're getting along. It's that they're at odds, and and wrestling, they're at odds, and yet people get very upset. When football players argue these days, they want them to get along. And yeah. I don't understand that kind of woke attitude about that. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, it got the the jersey swapping was like when it was when it was happening uh, at the beginning. It was like, yeah, there would be times you're like, oh, that's cool that mm-hmm. they're doing it. But now it's like it is. Dwayne Wade is just tra- I mean, the other day they had a clip of him and he had to tell someone I'm already trading my jersey with someone else. <laughs> like, that's how much it's. Ha- <laughs> so then you're like, well, this is too much now. Right. Like, it's just understood that, like, he's not leaving with any jersey he's worn in that game. And it can't be – when it gets that far where you're just expect like, oh, I'll do the jersey thing too, you're like, now nah, there's too many of them. It's, it's like people signing autographs where they can say some autographs are worth more because this guy never signed autographs. So if you got his autograph, it's a right. very small thing. And that's how it should be with the jerseys where it should be – very rare, and just you can't just be swapping with everybody. Well, what about though? The other side of that is what about like you and Pete Holmes, same night, let's swap whatever's you know, swap. Oh, like what would we swap? Uh, yeah, hoodies. what comics would you we know? even swap? Our hoodies, yeah, or like think about just, that, like go and get yeah, in we on could, that. You know, I gave I, I write a card out for every show I do, I put like bullet points. And I write where I'm doing this show at, and I've kept these cards for, you know, I've done this for 16 years. So I have cards from 2004, hmm. three, like, and it's just my set list. I gave one once to a guy after the show, like on stage, and I don't know, he didn't care at all. <laughs> it was so funny to give him a card, and he's like, uh, he's like, right. <laughs> like, uh, he doesn't want it. It's like, I'm like, nobody. I thought you were asking he, him to yeah, pay I'm his like, bill I'm or like, something. I'm like, here yeah. you go. You can uh, you may autograph it. He's like, I don't even want this. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. And I thought it was like some. I don't know uh, why I did it. I asked an audience once for questions, and they said mm. no to. So I, you, you know, you take a lot of risk. That was recent. That was at Florida State. Uh, it was like any questions, and nobody had a question. And that's sometimes really like Seinfeld asks questions because you you do have questions for him. But for me, they're like, nah, we're good, man. Um, <laughs> uh, what is the, uh, as you go around the country, what's the, uh, what's the funniest part of the country to visit? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you get like, the funniest to me is when you go to a town and there's just nothing around, like you'll be like just the comedy club and you're just be staying at a hotel on a highway and you like, you don't have a car. Uh, I, one was uh, I, one outside of like, it was Winnipeg in Canada. Like mm. you would stay, and so a lot of uh, comedy club centers will have condos that they purchase, and then they put every comic in those condos. It's an, it's the worst. That's the first thing if you have any success is like I'm not staying in a condo. That's all you. That's you know. weird because in a, I mean I it seems uh, like a paradox. I would I guess in theory I'd rather be somewhere where only strangers have been. I wouldn't yeah. want to know, like, oh, who was here last week? Like, oh, I, I know that guy. I don't want to know. Uh, actively cleaning it. Yeah. Which is what a hotel brings to the table is just... Oh, I see. Yeah, people, they're there. at least cleaning it. And then this one, every comedy club is, they're like, our condo's real good. That They always say that. And that's never, it's never true. And then you're just, like, in a condo with, like, regular people. Like, you're, you don't live in that town. The one state in Winnipeg, it's like an old person's home. And hmm. uh, so it's just like old people than you. And then you have to walk across the street. And, like, you'd have to go. Uh, there's, like, a grocery store. And you have to walk to a parking lot. You always tell a comic, if you ever see a comic on the road, they're walking to a parking lot. They're never going to a car. It just, like, keeps walking. And if you watch them, I was like, I think it looks weird. You look like a divorced dad, too, because you end up, like, walking. You got, like, a roll of toilet paper and, like, a six-pack of beer and just walking through a parking lot. <laughs> just, like, you just got kicked out of your house and you had to get some weird condo just to... Do you like... But, I, you know, because uh, I've traveled a little bit uh, with uh, around football America, and, you know, ideally you think, like, oh, this will be great to sample what America has to offer yeah. and the, and the uh, unique gifts that this particular town has to contribute, but it ends up being more often than not, like, fast food. Is that your experience? Yeah, or? it's all fast food. Yeah. I mean, I go to... But I like fast food, so I just go to it. A lot of chain restaurants... 
you try to go visit sometime, but you get in small. I went to sports going to small town. I went to Marshall so because I'll go to games too. Sometimes you can get there and they have a game during the day. And uh, I went to Marshall University, watched a game there. It was freezing. Marshall versus Tulane, and we just walked in. We didn't have tickets, and uh, we just walked by. And it was a very vibe of like they didn't care. <laughs> I mean, no one, you know, like Chad Pennington or mm-hmm. uh, Randy, like they, they were. No one, no one at that stature was there at the time. And uh, just going to watch a Marshall Tulane game. <laughs> Are you a uh, – where do you come down on uh, the Predators? You uh, Like Predators that town? Fan. Are you? Yeah. It's weird. It doesn't seem – it doesn't sound right when you think that there would be a, a – po- that hockey would be super popular They're on board Tennessee. with it. I, I went to game six uh, at the Stanley Cup. We lost uh, to Pittsburgh. Oh, the, but they uh, – oh, yeah. You guys were – Yeah, yeah. I saw that Deserve game. another I chance. I watched that. You know? Uh, you guys should win more. Uh, well, but they, we'll see. I saw Sidney Crosby. That was fun. That was neat. I'm and sure. then, yeah, yeah. it was cheaper to fly to Pittsburgh and buy a ticket in a hotel than it was to get one ticket. Really? That's it's how that much crazy, tickets huh? were that crazy. And but we, st- I still wanted to be a part of it. They shut down Broadway. That was very frustrating to me during that time because I felt like they kept being like, "Well, Nashville's not a hockey town." You're like, "What do you else do you want us to do?" <laughs> we were in, we shut down our street. To watch it, like what do you what? How much more excited do you need us to be uh, to show you that like we're on board with it? They're watching it. They're we're following along. You know, it's it is a, it's a sport that we don't we didn't know all the rules to. We didn't know we weren't watching it growing up. But now that the Predators are there, uh, they're a great team, and everybody's excited about them, and we're rooting for them. My only knock on them is. The uh, the name isn't very imaginative. Yeah, they, they, it's like they spent four minutes tops. Yeah, trying to do that. Like let's we want a beast, a fierce beast that yeah. will intimidate our foes, like a predator. Yeah. of sorts. Which predator? You know, just all of them. Let's just do all. Let's we're just doing get all out. predators. Let's get out. Let's just yeah. Now we're done. We predators were gonna, the is. Titans. Uh, they voted on what they were going to be, and one of them was the t- Tennessee tuxedos. <laughs> I that. <laughs> no, that, that would have been good. That would have been good. Do you know? I you know people don't uh, miss this all the time. Do you know that the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, are named after Buffalo Bill Cody. I don't. Who's uh, he's the guy who shot all the buffaloes? Oh yeah. This is this is a city now again, named for the buffalo, the majestic yeah. beast that once roamed the plains. Then the local football team is named after the guy who tried to kill all that, uh, all those buffaloes. Oh, Bills, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. What sense does that make? It doesn't. Uh, but I don't. You know, I don't know how many people are looking into it. Probably not Probably actively. Not. That's why I'm glad it's we're having you this conversation. Bringing it up to everybody. Yeah. Also, uh, as far as predators go, um, it occurs to me that Nathan is like David. Um, it's a name that is out there. Everybody has yeah. heard. But um, I've lately been putting together my list of names that exist among living human beings, but that no one has been given in the 21st century. Do you think anybody's been given the name Nate, who is 20 years old or younger? Or uh, David? Yeah, I have a nephew named Nate. Do you really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cross that one it's off already the list. knocked down. <laughs> All right. Cross it's that one off. Nathaniel is the... Oh, well, see, that's a yeah. little bit different, yeah. but okay. Yeah, Nathaniel's. I go Nathaniel, then Nathan, then Nate, and I've been all three. That's uh, right. I learned that on yeah. your. I talk about my joke, uh, one of the jokes of my special. But like, I, I was always uh, we spelled Nathaniel A E L, and a lot of people do I E L. So that's different. I don't like that. Well, I mean, I don't like the name when people try to give unique names because I think your parents are trying to do you a favor by distinguishing you from everybody else. But yeah. then you end up spending an inordinate percentage of your life explaining the spell, the yeah. different spelling on your name and everything yeah. else. You know, I have trouble. I started like uh, like with Starbucks because that's always like a, you have to give them your name. And I've started saying Nathan because <laughs> it's just easy. I'll say Nate and and it doesn't go through. Some reason, and I don't think Nate's. It's not uncommon, but I think I don't know if I say it too quick or with my accent, and so I've had trouble there. Nate. So now I just say Nate, Nathan. Though is like I. That's the other category within that is like there are names that are good for a grown up, but yeah. not for a baby. Yeah. And then there are names that are great for a baby, like Alfred. Like a baby would be very weird. He's adorable. But he'd What's his, come yeah. in. Yeah. What's his name? Grant. 
Like, yeah, that's weird. It's a weird name for a baby, you know. And then they get in their forties and fifty, and it really comes together. Like Carl's the best, but you, yeah. if you're born as a fifty-two-year-old man, but yeah. like Carl the baby, yeah, nobody Carl, would ever yeah. do that. I don't think I've ever seen a Carl the baby. I don't. Well, I mean, but there, ha- but there has to be the math indicates that there has to have been Carl yeah. the baby. Carl the baby would be pretty fun. It's like Linda. Yeah, Linda the baby. I feel like Carl the baby would not need help from his mother. He would just, just be, come out, he'd just come orders. out, be on his own, and just you know smoking cigarettes, <laughs> just out the gate. Yeah, I mean that's the only way it can go. I can't yeah. imagine that you know. Uh, but then again, short term buzz. We have oh, look at little Toby. He's such a cute little baby. But you're not doing him any favors when he's 28. Toby. That's no oh, way yeah. to try to go through life. He gets, yeah, as a, a baby, up. it's good, and then he gets beat up by a coral. Right. Who's had it, who's really, you know, been in it. Gary the it's baby. The Gary, yeah, I know a Gary. Yeah, and he, but, uh, and he looks, and he's he's younger than me, but he looks older. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Glenn. Glenn's I a I can just sit here all day and keep doing it. And just go. To. You know what I'm <laughs> I was Dennis was one of my favorite names. Like Simmons is like his comics. You think of what's a good name? Yeah, that's a funny name. And Dennis was always a very funny name to me. Dennis, Before- uh, I feel like is a name that like he's living, he's with a woman, but they're not they're they're not his children. <laughs> they're like Dennis. Dennis never gets to just be called yeah. dad. It's always Dennis. You know, is and he's like, come on, I've been here. Your real dad's gone. Carl never was here. And then Dennis has to come in and raise these kids. Yeah. Come on, Justin. Dennis is doing his best. Yes, yeah, yeah. He's trying to be there for you. Come on. Meet him halfway, won't yeah. you? You know? All right, Linda. Like, don't call call me mom. You don't call yeah. me by my first name. Yeah. You know, that's that that's the rotten kid that Linda has now that, raising it with uh with Dennis, right? Dennis yeah. is now the step. Dennis is now the step. Okay. Yeah. Um, before we wrap it up. I would like to, um, have you ever seen Inside the Actor Studio? Yeah. Uh, I like that questionnaire that he does yep. at the end. So let's do that right. um, with you. It's Bernard Pivot's questionnaire. It's supposed to get at who you are at the core. Okay. What's your favorite word? Uh, I don't know. Uh, dead gummit. <laughs> it's a very Southern word. Okay. Like, uh, you know, my dad always say it, said it, and I said it. And yeah, I like if you say it like out, like in California, people just don't even know. Like they're just like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's just a very funny. You do, know. do it in uh, intone your voice how you would typically Dead use gummit. it. Dead gummit. Like that's a you know, it's a lot of the golfing. Like if you golf, oh, yeah. you hit a bad shot. You're like Dead gummit, and you just say it quietly. You don't yeah. even think you realize you're saying it, and, but I think people around you notice it, and they yeah. don't and they don't care for it. What's your least favorite word? Uh. Golly, there is, uh, man, I don't know. I'm trying to, I don't know. You're so positive. You don't even have a least no, favorite I, word. No, I, I would. I would have uh, least, you know. Uh, Dennis? What's like Dennis, but the words that, you know, are used a lot, uh, like now with like young, like on social media, there's a lot of like, you know, what they say clapping or the, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know. There'd be a word somewhere. I feel, yeah. I it it, it hit me. I really am like uh, have suddenly. It just oh, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I thought it would be a slow uh, devolvement into just being like an older square, but it yeah. just like all of a sudden happened. I have no idea who I, I pick up like Us Weekly, and I look at it and I just straight well like who wore it better. I don't even know who either of those two yeah. people are that are wearing it to begin yeah. with. You know, yeah. who are they? These two people in these outfits? And it's weird. I don't care about the outfits. I always like when they say when it shows them those shopping, mm-hmm. like a celebrity. They're, they're, like, like, they're like us. How oh, is that when I'm always like, oh, I kind of don't mind this. Do you think that you're going to be? Uh, do, I mean, have you already shown up in one of those kind of pictorials? Oh, no, that no. I had a guy. That's um, gonna happen for you. Yeah. You uh, ready for that? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I don't. Th- we. I had a guy once in uh, for TMZ. I was outside a comedy club here, and uh, me and a buddy was there. And he was like, he said he was with TMZ. He's probably trying to get like a famous comic. And so he came up to us, and he's like, just asked some questions. And then we answered his questions. He asked us, 
And he was like, all right. He's like, we'll see what happens. He's like, I- I've got nobodies on before. And that's what he said to us. <laughs> he just called us nobodies. And we were like, you asked us to come. We didn't ask you to be on this. Like, And he just said it like, all right, man. Like, I mean, not even no an ounce of like, I'm uncomfortable calling these two people. I don't know, nobodies. Just almost like, obviously, you know what that means. It's a word in the trade that we're in. <laughs> And that we would be like, oh, we appreciate that, man. We appreciate, thank you. I hope, I hope, I hope we get on. <laughs> uh, I do, I, I do like the idea of you showing up in a future Us Weekly at Starbucks. Like, no, it's Nathaniel yeah. E. Like, yeah, they're just like us. Just no, causing a big scene. Starbucks, yeah, name misspelled on yeah. the cup. And I'm just throwing it back at them. It's just a like whole, us, right. Just like us. You'll be we, so we relatable. that. And it was like, I don't <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite drug? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, like a like cocaine or like I, I, uh, I, P- Pivo is asking. Really, I'm just the conduit. Uh, heroin probably. Okay. I've never done heroin, but I bet if you did it, it's got the best nicknames: horse, got, yeah, smack. And the people that do it seem to like it. A lot. That's what I, yeah. So they made movies about it. Yeah. So it's got to be, not even knowing it, but I can imagine it's so good that you're. They're like, don't even try it because you can't get out of it. Uh, so that you know, yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, what uh, sound or noise do you love? Uh, if uh, you know the like, my daughter laughing is like a fun. You know, like really uncontrollably laughing. Uh. Does she think you're funny? She, uh, some she does. I don't know. She I don't know how much she completely gets it. What's happening? Uh, but she will. Uh, it's funny to get you get. She asked questions. She asked me if the stories were true recently, because she said her friend said they weren't, and she hmm. said they were, and so she asked me, and uh, they are. And then uh, I, I've made her laugh. But to make her laugh is that like you just have to like. I'll read her a book and like. And she knows the book, and then I'll say words like I'll say them different, like uh, you know, it's a lot of like uh, just say f- like toot or fart, yeah. or, like it's stuff Poop like that. Poop and all that stuff is the it's best. It's just like it destroys. It really does. It's yeah. it, it's universal, and it's uh, yeah, it's solid gold for them. Um, and uh, it's weird though because my kids tell me. That uh, lately, I, I was flattered initially a couple months ago. One of them, and then the other, uh, they they started to pick up on it. They would say like, "You're a funny head, Daddy. You're you're a funny head." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, that's so. Thank you. That's very yeah. nice of you." And then I I've since realized they mean that as a pejorative. Like it's like you're you're a silly head. Like yeah. you know, yeah. you're you're a dumb. You know. Yeah. And so so now I feel small again. But yeah. But for, for a while, a moment, it was nice. You were, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I just realized the word I don't like. What's that? I just said uh, poo. When people say poo instead of poop, I am I am so I, with you on that. Yeah, they, oh. they, they it just it really got out of control. I never heard it in my whole life, and then people started saying it, and it really took a. I also I'll do an, another one along those lines: panties. Oh yeah, it's because it, now it's bled into like how we describe younger people too. Like, yeah. but hey, you know, to like my my little girl, like put you know. I'm not going to call them. I'll put your underpants on, your yeah. underwear. You know, your underwear. should sound more utilitarian. In yeah, my under. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Yeah, panties. I don't know why. That, yeah, that yeah. makes me skittish. Um, what sound do you hate? Uh, I don't. Uh, horn honking. I don't. You know, I'm not a fan of. I never like even like we have a car where you hit the button to lock it and it's a, we have uh, one car it's a very loud horn and I think it's like ah, inappropriate yeah. too much you, we're just locking the door it's like I don't need you know it's like my car's like walking out being like hey everybody we're about to it's about to be a loud sound you know like we, they make that announcement they're about to blow explode something you ever mm-hmm. been near an area where they're like yeah right just so you know we're about to demolish this building. I feel like it can be like that, where it's just like we're locking the door. And I want everybody to hear it. If you, and then it's like it, if it's like midnight and you're like, I didn't lock the door, and you forget, and you have to go do it, and it's just like insanity, you know, just a loud horn. You know, it's like do a softer horn that's like it's locked door. You're good. Well, a little also, acknowledgement that's like 
It's locked. Yeah, it but could not be just like, between you and the car. Yeah, you yeah. To, you know, I don't want my neighbor to be like press just, release. Yeah, yeah. heard car's you didn't door lock. Forgot to lock yeah. your car last night. <laughs> we were waiting. We were waiting. Pulling we're, our trash. We had to pull trash cans down our driveway too. You know, like at night, uh-huh. and uh, that's very loud. I don't care for that. I agree with that too. I try to be a good neighbor and not do it after a certain hour. Yeah, I don't like when my car, my twenty first century car is overly tries to be overly helpful like it's like a doting like you know it like keeps dinging if i don't have the seatbelt on if i'm just running to the drugstore around the corner like or in a parking lot yeah ding ding and i try to wait it out sometimes because i'm like i can get through this right and it's it's pretty good it stays on you right it stays on like sometimes it'll go away and you think like i beat it yeah comes back for more. I read you could press the, or I remember someone saying you could press just the, the, the thing that you press to unlock the seatbelt, you press that down, and that would make it not, but that that's not true. That's never worked, and I've tried it multiple times. And that's times. also waving a white flag anyway. Yeah. You want the victory. We have a car that doesn't beat with really? the seatbelt. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, it's, I resent that. Like, say, yeah, you know, thank you, I mean, but at some lot. point, at some yeah. point, you know, when I need my mom, I'll call her in Pittsburgh. I don't need your help, Carl. I don't. Yeah, you know. If I don't want to buckle, then that's fine. Uh, what uh, What's your favorite curse word? You famously do not swear. I don't curse. Yeah. Ever uh, in life? No, just I mean on stage, like, but I try not to be a reason. I'm not just a maniac. Uh, I don't like curse in front of my parents. Uh, you know, that'd be like the dead gummit again. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the replacement for that's it. That's right? a replacement. I say stinks instead of uh, sucks. Like this suck. You know why? Because my, when Karate Kid came out, the old one, mm-hmm. uh, I remember my, my, my parents say sucks now, but they were, they were very big about me. I was the oldest child, not listening to any like bad stuff. And I'll never forget my dad said, uh, told someone who's like, watch Karate Kid. He was like, is it, is it okay to like take your kids? And he was like, they say this sucks one time, but besides that, it's good. And now sucks stuck in my head from then, just overhearing that. And I don't say it uh, at all. And I don't even like when someone says it now. Like, uh, and I'll say stinks. This stinks. And I like stink a lot more than. I kind of yeah, I, I I like that. I think it's just as powerful, really. Yeah, it's different. You always try to whatever you feel everybody's saying. That's when it's time to change it up and you start saying something different. Mm-hmm. And then that will stand out more. That's interesting because I was going to say you would think in comedy it seems like the that one of the tentpole things is to surprise people, to shock yeah. people on some level and to be inappropriate. That would be a major thing to take off the table from yourself well, before you start. Yeah, yeah. Well, this stinks. is. I mean, that's the, the benefit of being clean, too, is I've had to choose words that are different. And that can change your rhythm of how you tell a joke. Rhythm is like a lot. Like timing is a big thing. So like how you say stuff, and I can, I'll can i say real bad a lot. Like, or, you know, like this is really good or real good or like in some that little extra rhythm. And then you're just saying something a little different than everybody else has said. I completely agree with you about this. You do it obviously much more successfully. But yes, being colloquial like that also then ironically gives you more room to talk about subjects that would be inappropriate otherwise yeah. if you if you're oh, more yeah. retro you can i tell people you can talk about a lot of things just do not curse cursing is the you know it's the red flag that everybody sees that you're inappropriate you for can, this atmosphere yes. right look at i mean seinfeld the tv show like my best show ever but they talk about so much stuff in that show and they just don't mention it and the you know the contest is like the biggest one of the biggest shows ever and that's about a that show could be raunchy that episode mm-hmm. and it's not because they're choosing to use different ways to describe it that are a lot funnier than just mm-hmm. getting straight to the point last one is we'll jump over some of these other ones uh although i would love to know what your profession would be if you weren't uh, a comedian but if heaven exists what do you hope uh, god says to you at the gates uh my profession i would just be like moving people just a mover, a mover. like yeah whatever non-college educated job uh <laughs> and then for oh, what do you hope god i mean you just you know that he welcomes you in <laughs> you hope that he's like oh you don't want him to be like ah, he's not supposed to be he doesn't here. need to gild yeah. the lily in other words just you know well you don't want it to be like an accident in. you don't want it, the words to be like how did you get here right and then you're like oh i thought i was supposed to be and he's like oh, it's a miss 
Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It. I'm glad you engaged me. Yeah. Nathaniel, is it? You know, yeah. like I'm glad because yeah, I don't see if you hadn't. If like I, it's a list, and your names, like your name's not on the list. I hope he says your name's on the list. Yeah, that's it. And then just then, go in and, and then no questions. In, and then just you know? and just be like, thank you. Don't ask a lot. Don't cause a scene. Especially there, just, you know, just be like, you're there. You're mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I hope uh, there's a future occasion that uh, I can kibitz with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on animated movies of the 21st century. I assume okay. with your daughter, you're taking those yep. in. Many other subjects, the Tennessee Titans as 2019 approaches and so on. Very but good. in the meantime, a fall tour for you coming yeah. up, right? Big fall tour. Nate Bergetzi. Yeah, my website, natebergetzi.com. You know, you just, you can figure it out. People should be able to figure it out by now. I've gotten a keen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like they always they're, think they're. You know, it's like they're. It's special bar gets even is hard to spell, but like just, I've been around enough that you can start it, and it and you should get there. And if you can't, then I, you might. You probably shouldn't be coming. That's an anyway. achievement by itself. Yeah, just if to you be, go yeah. Nate B A. Like who you got to be There's, in the top. It's. It's, There's yeah, football it's in, player and uh, NFL Network employee, Nate Burleson. I wonder yes, I who comes his. up first. If you go Nate B, do you come up or does Nate Burleson come up first? He could come up. I mean, he, he did I'm gonna take. Good. I'm going to try that out after yeah. and see what works I, out. I see his name on, like, if, I, if you type in my name, that comes up. So go see me or him, either one. And in the meantime, yeah. And in the meantime, uh, check out uh, Nate Bargatze's, Bargatze's, uh, stand-up special on Netflix. It's the Tennessee Kid, and uh, as I said, uh, as you came in here, we collectively here at the NFL, all who've consumed it, have uh, wildly enjoyed it. So, congrats yeah, on thank that. You. By the way, there's no one in this room. He just said everybody's on come board on, of it, and he's he's like, look, everybody loves it. This audience that we have here, <laughs> just yeah, but it's like you know, it's the the. Uh, Minds imagine, you know. Yeah, they don't know. They're like, eye. man, I bet there's a lot of people in that room, and that means they liked it. That, yeah, now yeah. I got to check that out. Yeah, you know, because I follow what the pack says. But now yeah. you just, you just uh, uh, ruined that whole thing. Never mind. I messed everything up. All right. Well, listen. Uh, either way, Nate Bargazzi, make sure you check it out. Netflix, Tennessee Kid, and uh, and uh, afterwards, I hope you'll give me a little list, not of your stand-up set, but of the best restaurants and such to go to in Nashville yeah. for the uh, for the big draft. Nate Bargazzi, everybody. Oh, that's Dave Damashek. I enjoyed that, Spaghetti. What did you think? He was great, and I know you always say how you get nervous with the, the comedian types because you're afraid you have to be as funny as them or kind of I have, no, I No, the problem is is that I know I'm not going to be as well, funny as them. Whatever. I feel and like, I, 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 I don't. I'm not trying to compete. But would That's you, a losing proposition. Would you agree that he, if any, out of any comedian to hang around with and talk with, he was like the, he would be the one guy who wouldn't actually make you feel nervous about that because he had a very disarming, like, cool, chill vibe, like, like smooth attitude with us when he was saying, I mean, he was here for a while with us just talking about whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I found him to be a delightful fellow. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Enjoyed that. And uh, hopefully we can catch up again somewhere down the line, but uh, all right. Like I say, coming up later in the week, we have Jack of the river, Jack Del Rio himself, spaghetti. One question we have to get to who's his favorite Jacksonville Jaguar running back, Fred Taylor. Natron means, or perhaps even our, our friend Maurice Jones. -Drew. It could be Maurice Jones. -Drew. We'll see. We'll find that out from uh, coach Jack Del Rio. Also be on the lookout for our video show. Also coming up on Thursday, track that down. NFL.com slash DDFP. You can watch that pretty much any week, but it streams live at what? 1 30 PM Pacific spaghetti. It's uh 3 PM Pacific. Six I was close. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you know. 6 PM Eastern is the live stream. If you want to watch it, um, along with us there, or like I say, track it down. NFL.com slash DDFP. Back for more Hui and Applesauce later in the week. Till then, thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 